You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Happy March, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin, editor of NetflixLife.com, and I'm joined by my co-host and Fansided Entertainment Director, Cody Schultz. Netflix just announced a bunch of new movies and shows coming in March 2021, and we have a lot to talk about. Before we get to that, I just wanted to mention that Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast, is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on NetflixLife.com, you can subscribe clicking the little eye with circles around it on the podcast player. And if you like the podcast, please leave us a review wherever you subscribe. So Cody, uh, what are you watching this week? So I think more so what I'm watching is about what I'm excited for this week, which is the return of the flash. This has by far been it's like longest hiatus yet. Uh, feels like it's almost been off air for about a year now, just because it wrapped in May, I think of 2020. And now of course right. it's coming back in March. Um, there were a lot of like a lot of the different CW shows, unresolved storylines because they had to wrap the season early. So I'm really curious to have that show back and see how these storylines go and also to see how they like adapt to the pandemic storyline. Because it was very clear with like a Riverdale, they laid out, we're going to finish these three episodes and then go into what was supposed to be our season five. You haven't really heard as much of that from like the flash. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see, do they just expand this storyline? Do they rush it through really quick in the first three episodes? Um, I'm just ready for the flashback on my screen on Tuesday nights. I know the flash. It's definitely one of the most popular superhero TV shows. So it'll be good to have it back. I know that Netflix fans like that show a lot. Um, I'm excited. Uh, like we said, it's March and we have a lot of new shows, not exactly very big shows, the first thing that I want to talk about is one of the biggest shows on Netflix right now is Lucifer. And it was absent from the March 2021 list. And fans are not too happy about that. Yeah, the, the Lucifer fans are definitely very, up, uh, very much an uproar just because I think there was a big hope that we might get the season in March. I don't know what it was about March, but I know a lot of fans kind of latched on to that month as being like, maybe that's when it'll come. The right. Netflix releases came. That's nowhere to be seen. It's like MIA. What's going on? We've kind of talked in the past. We didn't anticipate it coming in, in March. I think it's more looking April at the earliest, but I think more even like May, June. Um, which right. is unfortunate just because I'm ready for new episodes. Like having, <laughs> I think, what didn't they drop like eight episodes in the first half? And now we've got yeah. another eight coming. Back in August. Yeah. I think that initially 
there's like that six month gap is like the general rule of thumb with Netflix. It's like, you can expect new episodes six months after uh, the first half of the season or whatever, which I think would have been, is that February, March time. So that's probably where people started thinking about that. And then it's just, we've seen that there's not that many shows that were affected by the uh, production a stoppage during the pandemic um, hit Netflix yet. So that's basically where we're at with that. The uh, Yeah, Lucifer waiting at least until April 2021. Hopefully, hopefully it's April. Fingers crossed though, right? We've, we've talked about it a little bit, but there's a big show coming in April that might push it back to May. That's probably worst case scenario, would you say? Yeah, I'm thinking May or June even. I feel like it could give... Netflix like that big boost because Disney Plus just released their schedule. Of course, we've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming in March and then Loki's coming in May. I mean, in June. So I think right. May would give like Netflix like that big bump, like, hey, we've got this huge title coming in May, kind of steal that attention from their competitor. Plus, it'd be perfect for heading into the, the summer season. That's kind of around right this year is so like unusual that we don't know what the TV yeah. schedules because typically May is when things start to quiet down. I'll be shocked if it does come in April, though, just because it's been so quiet. Um, I feel like they do like some kind of build up leading up to it, like to where you're like, okay, it's starting to come where it's really been crickets from Netflix, unfortunately. Yeah. Crickets. That's a, that's a good uh, segue into our <laughs> next topic. So is this Netflix's like new release rock bottom? There's not a lot of returning shows, which Netflix is so well known for, I guess. And yeah, it's a little, it's a little slim on the new release front this month. Yeah, I think we always kind of knew when things started to shut down last year and all the shows were having to go into shortened seasons, we knew there was going to be some kind of eventual like law where it would be a bit quieter than we're used to. It was just a matter of like, when is that coming? And then we got the March release and it's very slim. There's not there's not too many big like high profile Netflix originals. We don't really have any big like broadcasts or cable shows coming. I usually right. have like CW shows coming. They'll get like the occasional ABC, NBC kind of show coming. And it's just really quiet this month. And so I feel like we've reached that point where Netflix is going to kind of hit like these other networks did in the beginning of the pandemic of having a lack of content just because I don't want Well, I guess I shouldn't say lack of content because there's still plenty of stuff coming. It's just right. not quite as much as we're used to and as many high profile shows as we're used to. Yeah, I think that's the good point. And I think that you mentioned how it's basically twofold. It's like all the shows that we're filming or we're going to be released in this part of the year based on the production schedules, we're going to we're delayed for more or less six to eight months. I think that that's a pretty fair estimate for a lot of those shows. And then that also pushed everything that was going to start filming later to last year, even back further. And then we have the lack of like the all Americans, the shows that end in early, early in the year that eventually make their way to Netflix or something like that. And that's kind of created this like content gap of sorts. Like you said, it's not huge. It's not, that there isn't stuff because there's like Netflix is cranking out billions of dollars <laughs> worth of shows ever in movies uh, that weren't affected, but it's just like everything got kind of pushed back and then spread out very thin. And so not a lot of notable titles, but there's a, there's a few good, a few good ones. Yeah. So, I mean, while March is a bit of a quieter month and, you know, previous months, there's still, like you mentioned, a lot of great movies and shows coming. 
So as our resident Netflix guru, uh, what would you say are your like top five best, you know, shows and movies coming in March, 2021? This, yeah, this is right up my alley. I can do this. So we've got the first one. I put these in um, release date order. So we've got Moxie. It's a new Netflix movie on March 3rd. Then we've got a new true crime documentary series, uh, Murder Among the Mormons, also on March 3rd. About a week later, Yes Day, starring Jennifer Garner, is March 12th. Then we've got Waffles and Moki um, on a new a new travel series on March 16th, and then we've got The Irregulars on March 26th. So that's you probably didn't recognize any of the titles there, right? Yeah, I feel like there's not been. I've, yes Day is like probably the most familiar because I feel like they've done a bit of promotion just because they have yeah. Jennifer Garner as the starring role there. Um, and then of course, Waffles and Mochi's got, you know, Michelle Obama connected to it, but I'll have to, like, when they announced the irregulars, I had never heard of that before. They, and I, I didn't even know that was something in the works until like it was on the release date. Yeah. And this, this is like of the five that I mentioned, this is the one I'm most excited for. And it's not close. This is like an eight out of 10 excitement for me. The rest are like a four out of 10. <laughs> so uh, the irregulars, uh, it's a new Sherlock Holmes series which, you know, always gets people excited. We saw Enola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown last fall, I think. This one, it focuses on the Baker Street Irregulars. They're basically a group of teens. Um, I think that they were kids in like the original Sherlock Holmes books uh, that helped uh, Sherlock solve some crimes. In this one, it's a little bit different. I think that it was described as like Sherlock Holmes is like incapable of solving crimes. He just takes the credit like these kids are doing all the work. And it has a supernatural slant, which I think that people will really like because it's a different take on, you know, what we've seen in like shows like Elementary or like, you know, Sherlock with uh, Cumberbatch. And uh, I think it's, is it Martin Freeman? I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the one that I'm really excited about. The rest of them, more or less excitement. <laughs> yeah, I feel like The Irregulars is going to be like one of those sleeper hits for Netflix. It's starting to gradually gain traction already just after they announced it. Um, I know like even among like our team when we were talking about it, it was like, oh, this is a new show we hadn't really you know, realized was in the works. And it helps that it's got, I think, that popular character connection with Sherlock Holmes. Like it's got that brand recognition. Like you know going into it like somewhat what it's going to be about, even though they're taking a different spin, which I right. think is kind of nice um, when you're going in as a viewer. It's, even if you don't know exactly what to expect, like having that familiar, you know, oh, okay, it's connected to this franchise, this lore. And if you're a fan, like, I know I loved Elementary, so it's like, it piqued my interest because I'm going into like, oh, I like that show. It's different, but still like a spin on the, the general concept. Plus it right. seems like it's perfect for Netflix with the teen angle. Like I feel like Netflix has like, yeah. like carved out market among like teen takes on audiences. That's definitely true. It fits in even with the shows that aren't um, Netflix originals, but just stream on Netflix with like Riverdale, All American, like we've mentioned so many times on the podcast. But like, I think that that's, that's the big, that's definitely the, the big release of the month. And like you mentioned, the tie in with Sherlock Holmes is what everyone's going to pay attention for. And I'm really excited with the supernatural angle because it said in the synopsis, I think that they said something about basically that they have to save London. And so it, like, it just made me think of like the Umbrella Academy a little bit and it. Like it has like a similar vibe that I think that Netflix fans are really going to like. I'm a little concerned just that it's, I think it's eight episodes and I'm not sure if they're planning a season two. So that is kind of a bummer. Uh, hopefully they'll, this will be like a, you know, a strong new series for Netflix though. Um, in a otherwise not so good <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's a good pivot point back to uh, murder among the Mormons, which 
I feel like has some potential to be a sleeper hit just because we've seen true crime kind of documentaries um, and like just documentaries in general on Netflix take off and kind of explode. We saw it with Tiger King. We've seen it with, you know, Making Murder, others, you know, diff- plenty of shows. You could just go on and on. Right. Do you think this one has that potential in place to kind of what's it about? And you think there's that potential there? Yeah. So basically it's about I uh, I had not heard of this because I wasn't alive then. Uh, and I uh, it, it is near where I'm from, though. There were some bombings basically in Salt Lake City, like during the 1980s, like mid 1980s, I think. And this documentary basically just follows what happened and why it happened. And it like involves the Mormon church and stuff like that. And so I think that there's a lot of like, I don't know, potential there. Uh, for fans to get behind it. We've seen, like you mentioned, that true crime documentary series usually do well. We've seen it this year already with Night Stalker and The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. And so I think this is, I think Netflix is kind of on a roll with these true crime documentary series. There's almost too many uh, for people to like keep up on. But I think this one has potential to be really popular and like go viral, you know, like the Tiger King did last year around this time, I think for sure. Yeah. And I I feel like there's no like real organic way to pivot to, but just, I'm, I think the one I'm most curious about from your list is waffles and mochi. Um, I think, I don't know if that's (laughs) how you pronounce it or not, but it seems like it's very much, it seems like it's very much um, Netflix's answer almost like Sesame street. Like I saw like the promo pictures and like, it's got kind of like the Muppet type characters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So waffles and mochi are, I think it's mochi, but they're, puppets um and michelle obama i guess travels around with these puppets who want to be like chefs so they're meeting popular chefs from netflix shows um some big netflix stars big special guests i know zach galifianakis and jack black are in it as well um and then gaten matarazzo from stranger things so i think that it's just like one of those cool uh Sesame Street. I think you mentioned Sesame Street. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a show like that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm sure like parents will welcome like the new distraction after like watching so many of like the same repeats on Netflix. Um, I definitely. So Michelle Obama is going to be in front of the camera for this one, right? Yeah. So they have uh, the Obamas had a production deal with Netflix. That they signed, I think, about a year ago, maybe two years ago. But I don't I'm not positive if this is part of that deal. And I think that they were just producing stuff. But now she's yeah, basically hosting the show. From what I can tell, she's in a lot of the episodes, if not all of them. Um, and then we've got like, like we mentioned, the Netflix stars that are involved. And I don't know, it, it'll just be good to get like everyone's been like quarantined or isolated for so <laughs> long now. It's like nice to have a new travel show where we could like go around and see people interacting. Um, that'll be nice, I think. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's it's going to have potential. It might not be like the next Stranger Things, of course, but I think no. it'll it'll have an audience and carve out there. Um, so we also, like you mentioned, have some big movie releases coming up. I know we touched a little bit on Jennifer Gardner's Yes Day. The name is very vague. Like, it's like, what is Yes Day about? Yeah, so this one's kind of funny. It's basically, from what I understand, we've got a kid's movie here where the parents have to say yes to everything that the kids want to do for the full day. So I think that that, like, you've got some conflict there and just like chaos. It reminds me of, I think it was, it's called Yes Man with like Jim Carrey, who like has to start saying yes to everything, but obviously not Jim Carrey. He's not involved with this. This has Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner, um, and then you season two star Jenna Ortega, um, people will recognize. And yeah, so I think it's just going to be like a fun Netflix kids movie. It comes out March 12th. Yeah, that, I think that's about all I know. I think that you're right, though, that this one has potential to be huge just based on who's in it, what's it about, and it hits that like family angle, kind of like we talked about with Waffles and Moki. Like people watch those shows and 
movies on Netflix more than probably any other because they can just throw it on for their kids, right? Yeah, I feel like it's definitely and it, there's something nice about like just like a light comedy, like something not too serious. Right. And this very much sounds like it'll be just something you can pop on, like you said, and watch with really anyone, like kids, families. Uh, and I think that's always like a perfect mix for success with Netflix. And then of course you also mentioned Moxie's coming, which uh, is Amy Poehler starring in that one. Yeah, so she also directed it too, and it's based on a book by um, Jennifer Matu, I think her name is, and it's like a teen movie about um, a girl who starts a, a like a zine at her high school about like rebellion and revolution and stuff, and uh, I think that like female empowerment, and I think that uh, that one it's coming out early in the month. And so people, if they haven't heard of it by now, don't have a long time to figure, you know, wait for it. So I think that that, uh, that could be big in the initial part, like the first early, early March, that'll probably be the the movie that everyone's watching on Netflix for sure. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of having Amy Poehler kind of in the, the name, I think helps, you know, whenever there's like that big name attached to people recognize, even if you're right. not too familiar, it's like, Oh, I like their work from other things. And especially like considering how big parks and recreation like fandom is like, I feel like they, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a crossover there, but just like having Amy Poehler in it, I feel like would yeah. do it. And she also did, I think that she directed it as well, but she starred in Wine Country, which is a Netflix movie that came out a couple of years ago. And so I think that they've invested in the Amy Poehler brand and hopefully this one pays off as well. Yeah, very, very true. So you gave us a breakdown of like the the top five shows and movies. Yeah. What are some of the other highlights coming in March 2021? So there's some other ones that I think that will be interesting. Uh, Bad Trip with Eric Andre um, comes out at toward the end of the month. There's another teen movie called a, like Romantic Movie, which we know does super well on Netflix called A Week Away. And then Formula One Drive to Survive season three. This show has a huge fan base. Um, among the the car fanatics. I'm not a huge fan, but uh, it's pretty riveting and it's so intense. The Formula One races are incredible. Like you just have to watch it just for that, just like the excitement of it. And then we've got Country Comfort, which has Catherine McPhee. I'm, I can't remember the release date on that one. I think it's like March 12th. And then Big Time Rush, which I don't, I was unfamiliar with this show. I must have missed it somehow. Can you, do you know what Big Time Rush is? Yeah, so it was basically one of those Nickelodeon shows in the late okay. 2000s. Um, and it was about like a, a, a boy band trying to like break big in the the music industry and all that. And it was kind of your classic, kind of in the same vein as like iCarly era. Um, so like oh, people okay. who like iCarly, I feel like we're probably watching Big Time Rush as well, which yeah. iCarly has recently come to Netflix. So I think they'd be like the perfect pairing for those like wanting that nostalgia watch um, just to kind of go back and watch. You can watch Big Time Rush and iCarly all at once. Yeah. And that comes out on March 26th. So um, if you want to watch the four seasons of big time rush you can do that too so i think that's a good list of about 10 netflix shows and movies that i think will um be watched by a lot of people it's not um like we said not what we hoped for but um pretty good still i guess yeah i think it's a good it's a it's a quiet month but still some solid solid picks in there yeah so i think we're about out of time again uh, new episodes of the Netflix Live podcast are released on mondays and fridays uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.